I'm we haven't done this in so long. Like, I know. Oh my god. Getting the dust off trying to Oh trying god, to be like, what's <clears throat> conversation? Trying to be like, you're the best around. around. Nothing's ever gonna break me down. Dude, I don't even have headphones on. This feels naked. I, I took mine off. It feels different, you know. It does I like it though, you know. It's a, it's a, it, we can just hear each other across like the room. Like a normal conversation? It's a normal combo, okay. but now I'm holding the microphone. Do you feel like you're doing a stand-up set right now? Uh, I mean, Do you not, feel like we're on stage together right now? It feels like there is an audience somewhere. <laughs> like, 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 just sitting here with the two mics, it does feel like, like, there's like a pretend crowd, like, somewhere. <laughs> In my heart, that mm-hmm. makes me think of Bible. Somewhere out, <laughs> out there, it's your roommate. <laughs> also, welcome to Spicy Magic Vibes, oh everybody. God. What a weird way to start. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Spicy Magic Vibes. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, oh y'all. God, I didn't know what's in that email. It's been a long time. It's been a. It's been. It's been fun. We've been in so these streets, busy. ladies oh, and gentlemen. Is a way to put it. So much has been happening. You know. Oh my god. How are you doing right now? You know what I mean. <laughs> the lady just looked at me. You was just like, huh. Why you ask me that? Don't ask me that question. You know what's funny? I've been anticipating this for so long. Because I've talked a little bit about this. Actually, no. I don't think I've talked about what's been going on, really, other than my comedy stuff on the Drunk Dial podcast I have with Dyke and Thad. It's been, huh, I don't think this could come out. I've been okay. I moved. So when when was the last time we recorded? The last uh, time I think we were recording um, was mid to late March. That was the last time we we, we, we put some hot sauce on our, on our eye of newt. Following the month of that last recording, I took the adult steps to saying, hey, to my ex. Now, yeah, we're separated. I got so, separated. There's a, so there's an elephant in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's a voice you're not going to hear anymore. Oh hear his giggles no more yeah nothing bad our our producer former producer justin um, will no longer be with us he didn't die he didn't die i tend to just broke up with him yeah, they, she has to legally break up with i have to legally now. break up with him and i still have to kind of wait because you have to live at your current address for a certain amount of months any hosens yeah so, so i moved back in june um so yeah i had to do some adult stuff and i don't know if you know this it's really hard to sustain any kind of anything when you're in the middle of moving and also life, it was busy. It was a busy time. I barely recorded with the other guys too. It's just, it's just been a time, you know, you had, I had a time. you got the, you got the government, the law up in your business right now. I mean, up amongst other people that also have the government and the law up in their business. But like uh, I like extra have it, and like wh- why is it so hard to do? Why can't I just hit an unsubscribe button? Why can't I just take off the rings and like go sell them somewhere and be like, we're done, right? We're All done, right? right? No, um, but I, I think we realized this too. Like, why the fuck did we get married? Because it's so hard to undo this. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, we had to get. So me and Justin are fine. We're as fine as we can be, but we're we're friendly because we have a we have a joint custody of my dog. Mm-hmm. So I get to see my dog every, like every few weekends. I'll take my dog out for the day, <laughs> and I buy his dog food still. Do you uh, think you're crushing the dog game more than a separated dad is from his 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 pet? I, I mean, from his kid. Sorry, I his human pet. Anything. I'm definitely more related. I feel so connected to a trucker dad. You feel like a trucker dad? Yeah, I just pop in whenever I want, and I just, like, <laughs> fucking get my dog, take him out for fun, and just, like, just adventures. Tr- truckers just pop in whenever they, whenever they want. Not whenever they can, whenever they want. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> just do whatever the fuck I want. Also, no, I'm the fun parent. I take my kid out to the park, mm-hmm. and he gets the special treats when he's with me. Mm-hmm. But, um. Like, so you giving him catnip? Why would okay. I give dog a catnip? Oh, uh, you said special treat. You didn't specify. Uh, he gets doggo treats, but they're like naughty. Okay, once again, is it naughty in that it's like, ooh, this is for a cat? <laughs> <laughs> 
like what no. like what kind of treat or do you not want to say it on it's on just here? meat and stuff he'll get the good meat oh he gets the good meat yeah. okay okay anyway so me and justin had to meet still up. hasn't cannot canonize that it's not cat food but we'll move on <laughs> it's not cat food it's just meat but like that's I'm like that's that's also cat but it's food. it's meat that was made for humans technically okay but i'm giving it to my boy all right so, so. you get going to like a going to like brazilian steakhouse you know what i'm gonna do that going for the next time to chow and be like can I get a doggy bag? Like a legitimate doggy bag? They give you pup cups at Starbucks. Why not? I was about to be like, they give you pup cups there. And I was like, see, I've never been. And no, I, I thought people were legitimately going to be lying to me. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you can bring your dog. Like, I, I asked that before. Someone was like, nah. But I was like, wow, you can't. So, But never mind. No, there aren't pup cups at Fogo de Chow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my brain went. Oh, my gosh. So we had to meet up for dinner because um, I didn't want to, like, to discuss paperwork stuff at home because we're do- we're going through the online process, which I shouldn't probably say any of this. This is all legal stuff. Anyway. I mean, just don't expose nobody info. You know, you could yeah. I, I feel like you could say I'm getting divorced without people wanting Yeah, without people trying to be like, that's illegal. You can't You can't even talk about it. You can't talk about you getting divorced. Why not? People talk about breaking up all the time. There's just a fucking This is just where we have to do. Okay, so we had to meet up um because the online process was a little confusing, but I have like some friends who are, went through a divorce and they did it online. So I had, I have a source to utilize. But anyway, so I got, I, a, I got a divorce plug. I do have a divorce <laughs> plug. But there's so many of us. Um, so I, me and Justin met up and got dinner, and we're in a Mexican restaurant, and there's a table next to us, and it's a couple, an old old couple, and the girl that's like their waitress, she's like, hey, all right, guys, here's the check, no rush at all, but I just want to ask a quick question. So you guys said it's your anniversary. How long have you guys been married? And we're like. <laughs> me and just a big eyed start dying laughing that's funny. we came there to talk about divorce paperwork that we can't figure <laughs> out because we're too stupid to figure it out ourselves so we're talking about it i got him a beer and we're just hanging out and we hear this nonsense i'm like look at them look at those idiots he's like fucking dummies like, look at this bullshit <laughs> it was like a sitcom it was so fucking funny i've never been more blessed by the universe that's funny it definitely feels right now going through the divorce stuff it's definitely that scene from community where um just like i got punched in the face once at first like oh my god but i'm like you know what this is a story (laughs) (laughs) now you can just be like yeah one time i got married and i was like this is the best part of my life and now i'm like that's a fun story (laughs) what what has been the biggest change outside of like the normal you know having to move out I think having somebody, like, I had a go-to person to call about, mm-hmm. like, I have friends, but a significant other who's been your friend for five years, and you guys come home, to, you come home to that person all the time, that part's really hard. It's really hard. So, I mean, I had to bite the bullet on some pride, but I also, like, I got very lucky. I have roommates now. But I, like, to move out and not have that significant other, they'd be like, hey, how was your day? Hey, I made you a sandwich. Hey. But even, like, without diving too much into our issues at all, like, even then, like, when you're at the end of a relationship, there's just some things you don't do for each other anymore, which is normal, I feel like, to an extent. Um, so now it's just, like, I just like that the option was there. That kind of sucks. But I'm getting to, I mean, not that I didn't know who I was before, but I'm really getting to know myself. Trying to do a heel girl summer, a.k.a. I be out here hoeing. Whatever. Heel girl summer. That's fun. <laughs> I love fucking TikTok. They're like very influential. I hate it. I love I love when girls go through their season two of insecure phase, um, which is, as you just eloquently brought up, the whole phase, which is very tight. <laughs> I love watching people <laughs> like benefits. blossom. I love watching everybody blossom in their whole face because really it's about self exploration. It's about uh, having a good time for you. Figure out and your people, boundaries. People figure people really refigure themselves out during their whole face, and that's why I always encourage it. Like faces are important. I've done a whole face before. You got to. You have to, and and not even not even you don't even have to hoe your body out. Maybe you know. Even do some emotional hoeing. Yeah, do some emotional hoeing. Do some friend hoeing. Do some friendly hoeing. But you have friendly. Hoeing. Don't be out here <laughs> gaslighting people. Yep. Be upfront, like, hey, I don't want to do anything with my heart. You want to get in my guts? Which I've been saying that since too much. Mm-hmm. I've been saying guts everywhere. Get up in these guts. Gu- 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 I'm, no, I'm a trendsetter. Uh, there was a person I hooked up with, and now they did. Did... <laughs> Sorry, I was like, not put people on to hooking up with people. Oh, God, no. No, I was like, uh, 
it's fine. <laughs> no, I hooked up with somebody and I kept always saying like jokes like that in our text message. I'm like, trying to get these goods with like 400 U's. Wow. And then I would like, when we meet up in person, we'd get dinner or whatever beforehand. I'm like, what's up? So you're trying to get up with these goods? <laughs> That's funny. And no, he, he's like, I keep saying it at work. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all do right. like anything okay i was like, gonna say you gotta you gotta get some you've seen me cook i'm just like i'm gonna put so much pepper up in these goods mm, or okay. when we were when we had a show recently mm-hmm. oh we are in these guts. i always i always refer to in these guts just when i'm in cities or when i'm up in these guts regardless if it's a laugh or other things we've mentioned on the podcast before um so yeah Oop, i agree i'm, <laughs> I'm happy about the i'm happy about the the whole phasing the, uh, the guts usage. The guts usage. I'm just out here being an adult. I think it's also the biggest thing was just kind of like, when you get to that point, you're like, all right, we are going to do the thing where we do the thing where you, you do when you're young and you still look good, right? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So you're, just, so you're just hanging out. like It's like the new 20s, but now you have more of a... Wisdom. I have way more, have more wisdom. wisdom. Kind of. <laughs> Am I being wise all the way? No. But it is what it is. But if you saw like a 21-year-old, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm not that anymore. I'm not that anymore. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know... This whole situation is not perfect at all, but mm-hmm. I feel like a weight off my shoulders kind of just like, hey, that, that one thing that was bothering me for a while, I handled it. All right. Let's go be an independent person as much as we can be with someone being in their 30s and having a group of friends again. It's okay. At least I don't have to live with my mom, so. Uh, da- got, uh, drag Damn me. It. I'm so uh, sorry. Wow. Tana. Drag me, Tenna. Oh, no. <laughs> I, you know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, get divorced, Dude. gotta move back home. It's, it's, I've, I've been here, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah, you've been there. I've been in the club. You realize this is the second time I've said that in front of you, and I don't like it. I know. I, I think I forget you live. so funny. Your mom's very nice. Yeah, we, we hang. I <laughs> We don't, actually. Um, Daryl, you've had a lot going on. Yo, it's wild. I've been watching my family members crumble slowly. While also having so much cool things happen for comedy. Yeah. At the same time. It's been it's been a it's been a, a, a it's mix. Been... It's been a balance, you know. Um and I myself have popped a, a little a little in and out of a, a little urgent care. Isn't it ain't been done too too crazy, you know. You were in an urgent care? Yeah, just for like a little bit, you know, I have I had a little toting, a little toting. I didn't know you went to urgent care. Yeah. Did we talk about it? I forgot. No, or maybe. I was going to say, I don't, people get upset. I'm, I'm that dude that's like, oh yeah, I was in the hospital last week. What? You were in the hospital last week? Why do you tell me? I'm fine. I'm fine. It was just a, oh yeah, this, we've talked about way grosser on the, on this podcast. That's why I'm just like, oh my God, I feel so, I feel so invasive, (laughs) invaded, just talking about like medical things, (laughs) but we've straight up talked about getting up in guts before so that's what yeah I'm like, like i don't no. know my deals no i think okay let's be real for a quick second i think okay. we've been gone so long off this podcast and then i forgot how to human with people for mm-hmm. a minute like i've been out here being social but mm-hmm. i almost forgot i ain't got no manners no manners no, so I no had to, manners so why we've been not been doing this show mm-hmm. i regained some manners and now i'm back at it I'm like oh yeah fuck my manners that's funny <laughs> But okay, no, so you had um, urgent care and didn't tell me. It's but no, fine. so yeah, no, it's fine. I keep it. I keep it close to the chest, you know. Um, what if I found? If, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna say that. Oh um, no. If you say anything of the sort, you better knock on some wood, Papa. No, yeah, that's what I'm not gonna make a joke like that. Um, no, but the thing, the real reason I did go, um, I had an ingrown toenail it, that is not a horrible thing to go to urgent care for in the normal sense, but this one had. How can I? How did the doctors put it? when I got referred out to a podiatrist, it was like fish hooked in me. Like, excuse you. Like, you're like, like you ever see like someone like fire, like a bow and arrow and see the arrowhead has hooks on it to where like, when you pull that bitch out, it's going to take some flesh out. That's what my body was doing to me naturally. And there was no way to stop it because apparently that's just how my feet are. So it was just, <laughs> so it was just a matter of, fucking time no no nothing's wrong with me that's just how my feet are yeah so eventually yeah it just it just came to a head and i had booped my toe in the worst place on the worst angle with the worst amount of momentum and i was able to taste colors and smell music um with the amount of pain and blood and pus that came out of my toe so i was immediately like yeah that's see that's why i'm like yeah people don't 
People are always like, oh, and then grow toenails. I was like, well, when the fluids came, it became a different story. Um, that's terrible. Whenever, whenever there's fluids coming, that's how you know it's real. Hey, <laughs> Hey, man, I know that's right. <laughs> Can I just say, this summer has been Heel Girl Summer, but mostly it's been, I know that's right. I've just been singing that song and saying that to everything. This has been a wet boy summer over here, and I'm talking about toes. In multiple aspects. Ew. <laughs> so wet anyway. boy summer. Hashtag wet boy summer. <laughs> Hashtag wet boy summer, everybody. <laughs> Inappropriate. Catch me, catch me at Splash and Safari with my toes out. Hashtag wet boy summer. <laughs> so yeah i went to urgent care <laughs> and they referred me out um to like a podiatrist podiatrist but i was calling around i needed to get referred out any uh to like a different place and yeah they got they hooked me up with a little temporary fix and i got a uh god so i have, I have an appointment for, to get my other one done so i got my right foot done last year in a less emergency based setting and oh my god the procedure was not fun they give you two shots into your toe that knock out your four main nerves in your toe and it is not a pleasant experience but you know just having it done done like it was it, it was so great but no, the Relief. actual, and, and, and here's the thing though, both of the podiatrists that I've talked to confirmed that it hurts like a bitch. So I'm just like, okay, cool. It's not even like a, oh, Daryl's just being a little, he's being a little punk about it. He don't, nope. don't want to deal with no, with no pain. You know, he, he just be a little puss. Like, it ain't, it ain't that at all. No, nah, the doctor. I'm doc- a grown ass man and I went through something. Yeah. Like I went, no, when I went to the second podiatrist, which shout out to this podiatrist, the one I went to with the, when I had the liquids come out. He was a black doctor. The doctor that at the urgent care, they they were uh, they were they were white, and they gave me the medications. But the one that like actually gave me some relief and was like giving me some info, that was a black podiatrist. And I was like, oh Let, let's fucking go! Oh my god, I was hype. <laughs> wait, did you, wait, did you guys have the visual like eye conversation that I have with other brown people? We're just I, like, I see you, I see you. I'm sure he has it. I'm, well, I'm just gonna say, I'm sure he sees more black patients than I see black doctors so he probably at this point is just like yeah it's a patient but like when i see a black doctor i'm like you're rare sir Did you <laughs> look at you like i'm just an npc to you you're a wizard um so oh. um so yeah like <laughs> i'm just saying like i went to go find a wizard you just had someone show up today um but yeah he, he hooked me up and when i was talking to him about the procedure and he was like yeah we we have like a surgical day you know so that way, you know, we can have all the tools, we can have all the prep, you know, prep for any sort of liquids, any sort of emergencies. And I just go prep for the screaming. He just goes, <laughs> yeah, the screaming, too. And I'm just like, he just said it so like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and I was honestly, it just made me feel better because I'm like, OK, cool. Because the first time I had it done um, was by a white doctor. And I didn't know if this was like like a horror movie type situation. Like get out. Yeah, like get out, or, or like our community when Troy, when when Troy and Abe get fucked up by Pierce in the Halloween episode. Oh my god! Like I was just like, ah, oh, was this necessary? It was necessary, and I was like, it felt nice to have that confirmation. Um, not that I didn't believe the first dude. I was just like, damn, this no, shit hurt. Okay. This shit hurt. Did it need to hurt that bad? So, yeah. For now, your boy's just uh, gonna invest in a pedicure and ride that shit out until I gotta deal with them shots. But afterwards. Once again, I'm back in sandals. I got some tank tops. I got some hoochie daddy shorts. Hoochie daddy shorts? She, Tina really don't understand. It really is wet boy summer. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. <laughs> it's just been humid, you know? So you got to you gotta air yourself. Yeah. You air to yourself. Like... Take care of yourself. Oh, my gosh. Bars. I had a joke, and I, the joke's gone now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The bars wasn't worth And I got so fixated on Wet Boy Summer. It was a whole thing. Oh, Daryl. Yeah, so it's been it's been a lot. Uh, I, yeah, it's, yeah. And then we're doing comedy. We out here wiling. So much. You, you uh, as of, so we recording, we recording on a, on a Sunday. We recording on, on, on a Sunday. But as of right now, Tenna's, 
is 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 a, a past the first round of motherfucking indie's funniest helium. And then yours is the twenty seventh. Yeah, mine's coming up on this Wednesday. It's gonna be a dog fighting that bitch. <laughs> um. So like, I don't think I can dive too too much in this, but there was me. And one other comic that works regularly in the city. Like, we get shows. So it shows that we have the stage experience. And, of course, the people who signed up for that were just, like, newbies to comedy. And that's normal and stuff. But it's weird when I remember being the newbie. And now I'm not. And I'm just like, <laughs> even if I don't make it past the second round, I at least made it past the first. And it's a very nice feeling. That That's fun to – yeah, because you got it. Like, you, you did more than Ash Ketchum has done in the – ratio time span oh, wow. of that y'all have been getting down so your your growth has been crazy it and is. it's really great to see especially like when you can go you can see somebody that's new and you're just like i'm not that you mm-hmm. know what i mean i remember like that moment where i like i'm not that yet not in a bad way but just no. like yeah i'm not that you know? um so when i had my first run you were there so mm-hmm. you, did you get to see my set i did wow and then dyke and thad were there but like that dyke came up to me afterwards and he's just like dude you did really good. I was like, oh, so, like I, I went over my time a little bit, but I only got deducted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> I had that, and then I was, I, I didn't do the set I expected to do. I always, my go-to has been to end with the bit about how uh, my TikTok bit, and it's just, it's just like mm-hmm. women in their 30s and t- on TikTok fucking love me. If mm-hmm. I'm like, so that I'll do that bit, but it's it's really fun. It's loud. I bang my chest. Um, but I went with the other one. I went with a different ending. I did a n- different beginning. And like, I haven't been doing, I basically did the set I haven't been doing for the past month because you know what it's like when you keep doing the same set in different places. Cause right now it's super solid and it's like what you're comfortable with, but I have to switch it around so much. So it was nice to not one. I've been, I was, I've been doing helium regularly for like the past year or so. And I've been doing my hosting set, which I'll rearrange every so often. Mm-hmm. But now I'm very aware of what works right now. And it's right now my tight minutes. And it was nice to do a solid five to six minutes. And I, it was different from what I had been doing that month. It was solid as fuck. And then, like, when I watched the video, because you were, you were able to get a video. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't need you not to judge me. Go for it. I almost Kanye'd. I was like, oh my God, this is what people see when they see me. No, that's absolutely, no, 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 no. There's no, you do, you don't have to do that at all. No, you, that one just, like I said, the, the growth has been crazy to watch the, just for us to see you that see your sets consistently mm-hmm. watching your growth has been crazy. But when you get to watch yourself, mm-hmm. it's, and it's crazy. Good. And this is why I'm like, this is why I'm not trying to judge you. That's why you just like, don't judge me on this. Uh, like I, I got my tape from um, White Rabbit from doing um, showcase there, like like the Friday night showcase mm-hmm. at one point. And I looked at my tape and I was watching it and I was legit like, who the fuck is this on stage wearing my clothes? <laughs> I was like, because I, like, I just remember that night I felt so nervous. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. And when I was watching the show, like I was like, wow, I look that's not who was in that's not who's in the skeleton <laughs> like who is who is this on stage who is this i was just like this motherfucker's tight who is this who is he it's so, daryl so i'm sure like when you was watching your shit you was like who the fuck what who's who's comedy central spec what is this me <laughs> it was just nice to see like the energy that I was getting off of people. Like I was mm-hmm. like, you can, I could tell I was on a roll. And also you mentioned white rabbit. I recently did like a, I think a 15, 20 minute set there mm-hmm. for the burlesque, uh, the fuck French connection and indie at the white rabbit cabaret. It's like once a month, it's that sexy. Rabbit. <laughs> so I got to do that and I got to watch my video and I was just like, what the fuck? Cause it was like one, I wasn't wearing an outfit I was used to but I got to just be on my shit. And like that audience was fucking there for comedy. So that mm-hmm. was been super burlesque crowds are wonderful. They're so nice. They are, they're fucking there for it. Oh, cause all their, cause, cause all their, all their, all their other energies is, is, is popping there. Cause they, cause they know it. They know what's in the building. <laughs> they, they know it's coming. There's boobies. There's, there's boobies. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, look at us. Look at us doing stuff. We just wild. We did, we were up in Noblesville. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, we did we did a show up at Brick Room. Yeah, shout out to Eric Sablon, um, for 
uh, one opening up a theater that's putting up stand up sketch and improv, which I heavily fucks with that whole concept. Um, so it's it's a fun it's a fun little space. Um, it's gonna develop into something fucking crazy. It's great. I'm glad there's another um, spot for improv. Uh, again, you know, Red Red Curb out in Avon has been holding it down during the pandemic, you know, since Comedy Sports had lost his building. And now Brick Room. Brick Room has been dope. White Rabbit has been, you know, been gracious to put up shows. And, so you know, many. And Spike. That's what I like about, like, that's why I really wanted to happen with Spicy Magic was, like, have, like, a, like just, I, obviously we both do stand-up, but, like, I really want another, like, stage for improv. And, like, now there's about to be, so now there's that. There's, there's the, the stage we have. There's Red Curve, there's Brick Room. Like, it's it's just popping. Like, it's just growing. Like, I'm very... In the improv in our scene, <coughs> like, the improv groups, mm-hmm. fucking blessings. Like, Dad Bod, um, what's the other ones? We've had some fun... Yeah, I was gonna say, all the improv groups we've had... I mean, shout out to all the... Shout out to all the stand-ups that we've had on the, on the show, too. But yeah, we had DB, um, yeah, we had Dad Bod, um, Collective, Dad Bod Improv Collective, DB... Whatever they want to call themselves. I don't um, know, but they have, had, they're like so many Diddy names. We have Felt Fiasco. Um, then we had Sour Pizza come out. <laughs> we, we had Old Saints and Friends. It's been um, such a, because each night is so different. And mm-hmm. I, that's what I love about improv people, that they can feel that range mm-hmm. so much. And it's so different from stand-up comedy, because you can go through the same comics in your scene and other people out of town mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on who you have contacts with. But to have improv, at least that there's this range of taste and brain activity that will happen every mm-hmm. so often. And then we just had a pink slip. That was a very fun show. That was so fun. Yeah, a dra- drag improv comedy, which which is so crazy because like I didn't even know they existed until if the I went niche to... art thing exists, Daryl. Well, oh, it does. Well, no, I I didn't. I was I didn't. I wasn't dis. You know, trying to. I, I, I believe in drag improv. I didn't know that it existed in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. No, no I got you. Which was crazy until, like, I went to Double Trouble. And um, one of the, uh, like, managers there, like, the GM, yeah. um, Adam, he, yeah. he, he was, like, because I, I just remember I was, I was, I, it was the night I premiered my, my, uh, the baby's first improv jokes um <laughs> at my in my stand-up set and he was dying because he was like yeah i do improv and i was like wow really you in a group and he was like yeah we do this every uh, every blah 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 blah, blah. Like, we do shows at greg's we do shows at um and, and, and other places I, I think he said black circle too and i was like yeah that's tight do you want to do a show so i didn't know he literally... did improv or did he tell me that did he say anything that he told me because i completely forgot i can't remember i don't remember i don't remember half the shit but, people tell me sometimes but yeah we were talking and i was just like yeah that's crazy it was like so it was just it was just really dope um that we had that connection and you know it was, it was fun to have him it's nice to see so i had a show with uh dyke and thad obviously um but no, I went to their um, draw, what is the Harder Brunch podcast, and they had the Black Girls Eat podcast on there, mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about how like the art and food scene in Indianapolis, like when they, because they've lived in India their whole lives, but mm-hmm. they're like, no, when we go hard about our community when it comes to art or kind of creativity or even like the food scene, mm-hmm. like people exchange things so easily, and that's what they were talking about with the podcast and like doing food pop-ups mm-hmm. but it's very true when it comes to like improv and stand-up comedy we exchange so quickly and i love seeing like even with it being summer i know it's light of course mm-hmm. the, the shows have been light and it's been kind of rough i think on some people um but it's nice that like we have the availability to have all these avenues of entertainment like whether it's like red flag who mm-hmm. put up those stand-up shows over on mass ave mm-hmm. um <clears throat> The show you're just talking about, like all those, like the fact that there's a drag improv group, mm-hmm. and then they also do pop up brunches, which is such a, a fun concept. A the, drag brunch, yeah, a drag yeah, brunch. Th- yeah, those are those are fucking lit. And you just you just ha- it's just dinner and a movie, but like in the daytime, in the daytime, <laughs> breakfast and a drag show. <laughs> it's brunch. <laughs> it just so it's so silly. I love it. What's another uh, weird? Um, I'm trying to think of a weird, obviously. Drag improv, no, what did I do? No, it was drag burlesque and comedy, stand up comedy. So mm-hmm. me, so that um, and burlesque, just hey, you want a stand up comic? Here we go. Here's some comedy. But here's a mix of here's a mix of things. I like anything that gives off prohibition. 
entertainment wise. Oh yeah, I do like that. I, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. It's very just very like like in it's the secret. Yeah, it's it's naughty. secret. We're not supposed to be drinking because it's illegal right now. But we are the plugs. <laughs> Like, that's what it feels like, but it's tight, though. It's still dope, yeah. you know? Like, any... I always get real, like... Well, the lightning struck. Um, oh, really? Possibly, I uh, I think. Um, but... Or, or I'm just hallucinating. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I always get super nerdy when talking about, like, old, old historical art um, and anything that's, like... Like comedians, and there's the thunder. There's so the I thunder. wasn't crazy. Yeah, not crazy <laughs> <at all. laughs> I like how you look like a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Um, how dare you? So, uh, it's it, it, like I like just talking about like comedia the arte, you know, the the sort of like precursor to to any sort of like modern performance, the comedy performance, really. Um, and really a lot of like what we do as modern theater nowadays mm-hmm. like we take a lot of like comedia del arte tropes and put them in our modern dramas which i've noticed like a lot of these like tropey characters that serve a very specific purpose um and then they they move about comedically but they don't like have punchlines. they just that's just sort of like their energy um yeah, I just that's all. Just like well, and then like you know when you as it boils down into stuff like, you know, you get to stuff that like I said, everything's illegal. So what are we gonna put up? Like what are we gonna get people to come in with? Yeah, we got we got comedy. We got we're, we're pieing people in the face. We got blacks and whites on stage together. We got oh my blacks god! And whites on stage. Oh my god! Is that Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> it's a human beatbox. So yeah, it just it just I love I love any of that energy. You know? I like the control that we see. I mean, obviously it's not super controlled. We have to still compromise with venues and get you know, we're very lucky about the venues that do work with us on a regular basis. But even then, the people who do like pop up brunches and then you they have a uh, specific caterers. There's a uh, Black Lemon catering. They like do pop ups like I think every other weekend, and they make a butt ton of money. They do amazing cooking, and each menu's like every time they do pop ups, it's like a different menu, and I love that. And I'm oh, so hey, go follow uh, Black Lemon. I really like their shit. They're artsy and fun. I I really am, uh, am, I'm just excited for all the stuff that's popping up, you know, in the city, and the all city of be the, doing great stuff right and now. All of the shows that are, you know, growing and on the contrast of you know the sad um, government stuff that's been happening and the yeah. and also the UK's on fire. Okay, so we're gonna get into that just real fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like here's the thing. Roe v. got overturned, and we're dealing with a lot of stuff. People out here trying to be a hoe, and they're like, wow, it's not safe to be a hoe. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And what's and and, and what's crazy is that they, they straight up gave you, like, the plan. They straight up said, like, in the, in the first draft, they were like, we're going after this next, then this next, and then this next. Which I don't know if that's, like, a deliberate thing or... Well, no, I guess not deliberate necessarily in the like I know they're doing it, but I'm like I wonder if you wanted to just show us that you're coming for it too. Like it's just like a flex, like haha, about to take this, not about to take this too, too, too. Like it's just just a government flex. Like don't forget, we do not value the poors or the browns or the queers. And what's wild is that it's coming from all fucking Clarence Thomas, which I have literally never heard a positive thing said about him from any black person. Like he he got roasted uh i remember one time on on uh in living color um in a sketch david allen greer was uh was doing was doing like a sketch where like he realized that he uh <laughs> that he was that he was that he had tenure for whatever that position is. like whatever you call tenure for the supreme court is yeah whatever that thing is uh and he, he was just he just started fucking wild <laughs> like i just remember he just started doing a bunch of shit and they were all like, damn, maybe we shouldn't have elected this nigga. <laughs> or had this nigga come in. Um, so stuff like that. So we had that uh, popping off. What was the other thing? Um, kid, people getting shot. People getting shot. You said so, you said the UK was on fire, but oh, I just yeah. immediately, I, I, I was just thinking about all like the. Oh my God, yeah, so many shootings. So many just popped and up. And like, so I'm. I mean, this, sorry, you first. So I know like there's been a lot of instances where there's been a mass shootings, but they just haven't been reported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I have to hear one more right winger say like, we're having all these school shootings because this person's in office. Um, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of shootings. Also, like your dude was in office, but it's fine. It's fine. That's like fine. they literally never. The only time they there were stop. a lot of shootings is when everyone was in lockdown, and you know, pa- pandemic things were barring people from being out and about. And then as soon as stuff was like popping and back at it, it just turned back into shit. It from the past very easily. And it's literally the the accessibility to like large amounts of firearms like that. Mm-hmm. Especially with somebody who's like mentally not stable. You're giving I don't know, God, it's fucked up. It's a hard thing to even talk about. Cause I think about the issue with like ma- most like tragedies, it used to be like uh, a shooting would just be from a like somebody who might be working in a school mm-hmm. and they have a gun. This is somebody who might have military style weapons and they're going in like the they were doing a study of like how much mass shootings have increased over the years. And it's the accessibility because of that. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I feel about it, because I feel like most serial killings back in the day was just like, I don't know when that was. Oh, it's so sad, Daryl. I feel like serial killings back in the day had to be more based. It like there was more defense for it being sort of like it was a more mental hunty and like at uh, least like more cases of it, right? I was yeah, I was gonna say it seemed more like there there was it seemed more like there was an excuse because there wasn't as that sort of crazy accessibility to all of these high power high power weapons. So like all of like whenever people like it seemed just so out of the ordinary when one popped up with like a gun like that because typically. I feel like when you listen to like serial killer shit from back in the not back in the in the ding dong day, but like just like fifty, sixty years ago, it was a lot of you know knife, car, you know accidents, mm-hmm. ropes, you know drowning, like stuff that wasn't high powered magazine. But high powered magazine, like you're trying to do, you're you're gonna do damage. Yeah, and it's not. It's it's about. I guess it's is that product killing. Yeah, I feel like that's no, that's got to be a, some source of process killing. Where like it's about getting the weapon, getting it accessible to take out a bunch of people. So yeah, never mind. I feel like that's process killing, but the, being the product is just a, a massive amount. Mm-hmm. So that and also, uh, I made a terrible joke about the UK being on fire because the UK is not meant to have all that high heat. They don't know what the fuck to do. Like their stuff is melting, and I met a bad joke. I'm like, I didn't realize they were on fire. Like I wasn't sure what you meant, like metaphorically, or like do they just are they just having like a hot? So- See, I'm I'm trying my best to not make jokes right now because apparently you got in trouble. So like what? I'm not gonna so get real- trouble. It's just inappropriate. So like what? Like what are they? You said they're on fire. Like what is their? Okay, weather? so it's like record heats in the UK because it's like in the nineties. It's way hotter here. But the thing is, their um architecture and like their housing because their houses are meant to insulate and keep in heat because it gets so cold there mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, these people are like they're getting sick from it getting so hot in their house because their house is not pumping out like the hot air. It's just getting hotter in there, so it's not staying out. Okay. Um, and I met a bad joke. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> that, I'm like, I mean, that's what you guys get for creating racism and enslaving brown people. Oh, no. This is my reparations. Why is that a bad joke? I feel like it's because, well, like, 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 babies can't help it. Babies. Okay, okay, babies also don't get the joke. That's fair, but also, man, fuck Europe. I was like, like I mean, yeah, I, I feel for an innocent person that's in a house, but the joke's not towards them. They it's towards be, Europe. They're going to be all right. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. When <laughs> all, all around the world trying to get them spices couldn't get motherfucking shade. That's why originally when you were like, you're like, they have record heat. I was like, so like, what, 80? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. Oh, oh, I'm dying in this 80 degree heat. You know what, here's a- Cries at tea time. Just put some, put, some I- t- put some ice in it. Act like a southerner. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I, I have less. It, I, I I I feel for the global climate crisis. Yes, there we go. You know, but I don't feel bad for Europe. But come on, England, y'all. I literally you know what you did to the world. I went hiking with my friend, who's he's also brown, and we uh-huh. were talking about like because me were in love in this heat. It was like almost in the nineties. It was humid, and we walked past this guy who's got a backpack full of water, and he's like, "It's a steamy one, guy. Steamy one out here, guys." We're like, "Yep," and he's like, "You guys got enough water?" We had one water bottle, but also it was just like, 
And yes, Daryl, he was a white man. No, I wasn't going to say that. He was like 54 for sure. And he was, and me and him, my that's not friend. The, that's not the W word I was thinking of. <gasps> okay, we'll get there. Hold on. But I was ta- <laughs> <laughs> So I was talking to my friend. I'm like, what makes him think that we need it? He's like, I don't know if he knows this. Like, we like the heat. Honky. And I'm like, dude. All right, so I have a I have a heat preference, but all I was gonna say was you said you passed by a white dude and he had like a bunch of water on him. I was just gonna say hashtag wet boy summer. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I have a heat preference, like like humidity <coughs> or you like dry shit. Jesus, I need an allergy pill. <coughs> like oh um, god, like I have a um, like I have a winter preference. I have a summer preference. Like summer. My limit is, like, 90s. You know what I mean? Like, if I can wear some shorts and a tank, I love the heat. You know what I mean? Get some water. Just chilling. We just hanging out. You know? And I also realize I have a lot of white friends that can't hang. And that's okay. And that's okay. I shouldn't say what I said. And it's not for you, necessarily. It's not for you. Or if it it is for you, get your sunscreen. Drink some water. But I have friends that can't hang in the heat, and that's fine. I can hang in some cold, but I have a fucking limit. Like, normal. Like, 32. 32. Maybe 20s. 20. Maybe 20s. When it gets 15 or 0. 15, 0. No, go home. Get out of here. Go go, go beyond the wall. Go live with the White Walkers. Stop. Get out of here. No. Ew. People who like it, it's like the people who wear Crocs in the winter. I'm like, go put on real shoes. <sighs> go put on real shoes. I mean, if you want to wear them in your house, do what you want to do. But, but not, like, in, not, not outside. Not outside. Don't outside. No. That's stupid. You running and you going to the store in Crocs? Ew. Ratchet. <laughs> I don't want to see your tootsies. Like, That's not true. I don't care. What is the swisher that necessary? <laughs> oh, my God, Daryl. Yes. I have to tell you something. You brought the swisher thing. So I go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. We get out of the car. There is a open Plan B packaging next on the ground at the D&G. And get, no, at the gas station. I'm sorry. I said the gas. The D&G. I don't know why I was thinking of the Dollar General all of a sudden. But no, okay, so at the gas station. But not only is that that, that, that there, mm-hmm. you know what's next to it? All right, I want to I wanna, see a Plan B. So it's next to the Plan what, B. What? No condom. Huh? Was not, I know that's right. <laughs> I was like, what? No, what, no condom. But, uh, let me see. Gatorade. No. Peanuts. No. Oh. Swisher. Yes. Oh, I was like, wait, that was the I didn't I didn't it want it to be a swisher. It was the remnants of an open swisher. I didn't the, want it to be a swisher. <laughs> it so was dumb. definitely so a dumb. no wait. Yeah, it was a swisher because it was the you see the late like the foil package. Uh-huh. I just sold the tear off section and all of the swisher tobacco remnants on the ground. That's a... Next to an open plan B. Did you take a picture of that? Oh, yeah. Thank God, because that's I'm absolutely sure. going to be the episode cover. Oh, wait. No, I don't know if he got it next to the Swisher. Oh, fuck. Motherfucker. I mean, that's still... That's a story. That is a visual piece of art. That's... Hold huh, on, let me see. That is... Is there... There's, is, please let there be a little bit of Swisher guts in here. No. Ah, uh, damn. Let me but, ask him. But no, it's just not. In the, that's so funny. Oh no, this is somebody else's. I thought I thought you had this picture. No, the person I was hanging out with took a picture. Okay, that. that God, I was like so, in the driver's seat. I was like, please take a picture. That's so fucking. It funny. is the most artistic thing I've ever encountered in my life. It's a poem. It's a moment that is a poem without even trying. Mm-hmm. It's got four bars. Where is its Grammy? <laughs> <laughs> it's got four bars. It's gentrifying. Um, Actually, I might have him send that. I can just screenshot it. Because so, that is going to be the cover. So, uh. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. So, it's, it's not the exact, like, thing like that, but just, like, things that just tell, like, a story. Uh. I, I was in San Jose one time, um, doing, um, some comedy sports teams. Um, it was a championship that year, and. It was on a campus, and as I'm walk, I feel like I might have mentioned this before, but like it's been a while. Um, I was walking back late one night from like this local taco spot that like they have like an orange sauce. It's called Lot Vic. Shout out to Lot Vic. If we got any California listeners uh, <laughs> that live in the San Jose area, go pull up on them. Um, so I was walking back. I had my tacos in my bag. You know, I was walking. It was like uh, you know, heading back. Get back to the campus walk past the music building and there was this black dude that was like 
probably in his like 40s 50s um with like big long dreads salt and pepper dreads and he had like an orange and blue outfit on and he had his saxophone out and he was just fucking killing it playing the OJ's for the love of money and it like that that's the the some people got to have it some people really need it <laughs> do the thing do the thing do the thing, do the thing baby that's the, that's the money, 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 money. That's that song. That's that song. For I started with the better part of the song than the recognizable part of the song. Uh, so yeah, just just seeing this dude, and he had like a he had like a hat out, you know, or he had his he had his case open. That's what it was his case open, and I was walking past, and I'm like it just struck me very hard just seeing like this man playing outside of this music building trying to make money for free. I mean, they're just trying to make money, and like it just struck me. Like I was like, "Wow, you're outside of the music building, and you're killing it on this saxophone, asking for money." And I'm like, "That's wild to me." It just was like, "It's what a is beautiful it? moment." It, it felt. It just felt very like, yeah, like it felt very like natural. You know, it just felt like a little it piece was like, of just like moment. it's 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 a part of a movie, and you are just a side character in his movie. Yeah, like oh my God. I, I'm just an NPC sometimes, Tenna. Like that's how it feels, and that's okay. That's okay. You can be an NPC in another person's story sometimes. So I went to Fourth of July weekend, which I do not celebrate Fourth of July, but I hang out with my friends and family. That's a day off weekend grill. Like anytime. Sorry, before you go into your story, just be, just when all the shit was going down with Roe v. Wade and all these all these white ladies on uh, on Facebook talking about some. Fourth of July is canceled this year. I don't think America deserves a birthday. Everybody in black is just like, it, it never has. It never has. But we get the day off. I'm still gonna grill. <laughs> just so, it just, it just, it was just, it just sounded so. Just like, can you just like not warrior right now? Could you like to war- tone down your warrior? Because we're I'm tired. just like, yo, yo, just. All right, that that's all I wanted to say. Something similarly like related to that. So. My buddy sent me a screenshot of somebody like, you know, when people do are like into BDSM and they have like, <laughs> stay with me, stay I, with I me. I am. You're I am, aware yes, of it. I'm aware. But like, so somebody has an Instagram, they're like a dominatrix um, and like one of their subs, it only was like a face shot. So it wasn't anything mm-hmm. absurd. She has a fish hook in her tongue that, with a weight, a small weight. Mm-hmm. And my friend sent that to me and my immediate thing was, white people be wiling. And he laughed so hard. I'm like, here's the thing. I'm not here to king shame, but sometimes, like, when people fetishize, BD, like, torture, mm-hmm. like, there's BDSM, I guess. It's like, it. where's that coming from? It's, I, okay, so hear me out. I feel like it's very equivalent to people who are, like, trust fund babies who use their money to go do psychedelics in the Mexican hills. They're just like, look how fucking, like, crazy and edgy I am. Mm-hmm. I never had, like, you know, I was never disprivileged. I'm actually the bury the most privilege. I just like want to feel pain and torture. Oh my god, I relate with the one black person in our hiking group. I'm so hood. That's exactly how I felt about that. And I said that <laughs> to my friend. I'm like, I'm sorry, was that too much? He's like, no, that was very honest and very real. And I'm like, yeah, that's how I like so here we are now. I like I like get my ass beat in some fun sexy ways. But there's a point to it where you're just fetishizing you like, oh, did you just want to be treated like a slave? Is that what you fucking mm-hmm. want? You fucking honky? Is that what you want? Tenna, stop saying honky. Jesus Christ. You can no, no, Tenna, you can say honky, it's okay. <laughs> it feels like I'm so racist. <laughs> but you're it's but you're halfway. It's your word. You can say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! What were we talking about before? Um, uh, you, you were you, you, like just the 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 the, go, the Roe v. Wade of it, and the, uh, going into the Plan B, blunt thing. You said a thing. What was the last thing you talked about? I just hopped in about the stares blackly at any anytime anytime some white anytime oh white ladies get super raged, just stares blackly. I went to Fourth of July. Oh yeah, because you saw a real moment of a guy with dreads, um, just playing music for people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was my thing was related to that. We got there. Woo, we back in it. Mm-hmm. It's like a brand new episode. <laughs> 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 it is. So I go to my hometown. Um, I had to go to get Kroger, went to Kroger to get some like booze and get some uh, cheesecake for my mom and my brother. Um, so I'm going up there and there's a guy playing an electric violin. And do you want to know what he's fucking playing? Lincoln Park. 
No. Uh, Childish Gambino. No, I wish. No, he is playing Twilight soundtrack music. Specifically, that Bella and wedding, like Edward song at the wedding and shit. So I go inside. I'm like, because I see it. I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? So I go inside and I run into my brother-in-law, who I haven't literally seen in years. And he's like, um, did you? I'm like, first of all, we see each other. We're immediately like, oh my god, dude. He's like, so did you see the guy playing? electric violin out there i'm like uh yeah are we both aware he's playing like twilight soundtrack music he's like oh yes he's like what is he doing i'm like trying to attract white women he's fucking killing it that's what he's fucking doing he's trying to attract white women (laughs) oh shit hold on daryl's not you're daryl Derek's calling me i'm gonna answer it just for a quick second okay go for it dad hi baby hi sorry we're recording right now dad i have to call you back I love you guys. Hi, Riv Riv. Your hair is so long and pretty. I... Bye bye. Your birthday's coming up. I got presents for you, girl. Listen to this shit, yo. Y'all hear this shit? Bye. <laughs> bye. I love you. Y'all hear this shit, yo. Hey, don't judge me. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, y'all hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted y'all to be in on the moment. Like, that's. <laughs> Ain't nobody judging. That was cute. It was fun. <laughs> I was like, look at this auntie energy. Look at this. Look at it this is shit. very interesting to be in my, my aunt phase. It's mm-hmm. happening. It will my god baby, godmother phase. I saw you feel it in your stomach. That's how I was. That it, was like, funny. no, my chin goes all the way into my, my shoulders when I'm so happy. I'm like, ah! And mm-hmm. I, I just do that noise now. I'm mm-hmm. officially that aunt. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just loud. I went. I went to get coffee yesterday with Shannon Rostin, a very lovely comic from Indy, and we were squawking like two aunts at a fucking coffee place. Anyway, but we God, were being loud. I would fucking left. Know, <laughs> we were on some buck wild shit. There was no booze involved because she wanted to originally do uh, brunch. I was like, nah, I cannot afford that. But let's do coffee though. Um, so we do that. But I was, I was wild. I was loud. We were talking about all kinds of things. Yeah, I would have been like, fuck, man. Oh fuck! My buddy's picking me up from here. Uh, <laughs> like it's raining outside. Shit! God, they're so loud. Where am I what were you talking about before? <laughs> uh, the what? Like the 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 the, the Swisher guts Plan B. Um, I saw a violin electro. Okay, yeah, no, we've been a full circle. We're back. Yep. So <laughs> we uh, we had one person reach out to us back back again. Uh, for uh, confessions advice, once again, you guys can hit us up on the socials. Um, if you need confessions or uh, if you want to give a confession or need some advice. Uh, but we have somebody hit us Wait, up on the ground. Tell me your confessions. Got him. Back again. Back at it again. Spanks. All right. So once again, this comes uh, this comes from, uh, comes to us from the gram. It says, hey, folks. I have been seeing a lot of my friends get into relationships recently and I am not in one and it makes me pretty sad. How do I alleviate this sadness? I do my best, but maybe this isn't for me. That's rough, buddy. Um, I've been there. You know, I, I see a lot of my, I see a lot of my peeps, uh, get into relationships and you know, sometimes it is like a little rough just seeing that but i also know that they're happy like whenever they're happy but i guess for me still it still is like i think the parts that i get sad about are just the things that i know that i want to do and you don't get to do all and i just don't get to do them but i know that i want to you know so i know it can be frustrating too like because like getting older you're now realizing like your time is much more precious and you don't want to waste your time yeah you don't want to waste your time and like you're trying to make smarter moves and, and you don't want to just jump into anything just because someone wants you which is yeah. a real feeling yeah like it's as someone that's been starved for love like as a, i'd say as a whole not not that no i haven't ever felt it but just like as a whole i think in my life affection is de- start affection, for affection yeah start for romantic love and affection just know you're not alone in that aspect and i'm not saying there's ever going to be a quick fix defining a relationship because like sometimes it just happens but a big thing star for affection is a big fucking thing i think humans like we are a very rare breed of bacteria we have so many feelings and the thing that helps us going is 
oxygen levels being like exchanged, not oxygen levels, <laughs> hormones exchanging, like oxytocin, that's what I meant to say, and serotonin, and like those things make life very worth living, like whether it's like cooking cuisine mm-hmm. or but like human interaction talking to somebody in person like that's why you see people also get into online relationships and never meet each other because that affects need mm-hmm. to just be seen and be told that you're liked means the mm-hmm. fucking world so it is not something you are alone on i think it's seen liked and understood even because oh. i think that's the hard one is just the understanding because i think people can see you and like you and just want to be in your energy and then you find out like you're you're dating someone that's just a vampire that you're like you're, you're dating a vampire because they just need your energy. Yeah. yeah and, and like, so somebody pointed that out to me, like, um, so this is a little off topic, but slightly related, but like, Hey, you will find something, but also I can't guarantee that either. So uh-huh. it's mostly just keeping yourself when it comes to finding or being in a relationship, you're like eager for that partnership. The only thing you can do is just keep bettering yourself mm-hmm. because you can't, you know, there's online options, obviously. There's online dating. But then there's, like, sometimes chance is also really good. But um, when it comes down to the dating a vampire thing, I think sometimes when you're so deprived of attention and you're so willing to give positive attention, um, you're, like, radiating at a certain frequency of just high energy. So somebody who is, like, a down and out, and you've been down and out, you're like, I'm just trying to keep positive. So that person who's like, oh, wow, you're making me feel really good. I'm getting to your level, not mm-hmm. realizing you're depleting this other person who mm-hmm. like usually gives positive energy. And it's not how it should be. Mm-hmm. And it happens a lot of times because then that person who depleted you is like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, no, I'm happy. Yeah, but you forgot like, hey, this needs to balance out, please. Because mm-hmm. there's still like, and there still has to be like the supplemental like balance of the relationship. Boundaries, where, like, communication. Y- to help build that part back up for the one that is the sucky instead of the sucker the provide to the sucky yes the the mina harker <laughs> i feel like I, I hope that kind of answered that but like because there's no way to really alleviate loneliness i think i think as long as for i think something to help me as well is just learning what i like personally and just knowing that that's valid that's a, that's a good standard to have just like i know what i like and i like people to be nice to me and touch touch my my heart yeah, and like, and also knowing where you're at too personally, because I think sometimes people hop into relationships and they think that they're cool, but then they're just like still like, <laughs> and and then it's just like, damn, why do I keep crashing and burning? And it's like, well, you haven't healed the big thing from the big big relationship, so now all of these sort of pit stops don't satisfy you because. You've been kind of jumping to the next step. Because you're, you're still ignoring high. the big, yeah, you're still ignoring the big wound. Yeah, because you're spending so much energy getting to know somebody and kind of jumping into that thing of just like, all right, we have to know all this stuff about each other. And you, like, that attachment style, it shows. Like, when you're so anxious to mm-hmm. feel connected to somebody, but you're not really working on the reason why your attachment's like that. <sighs> Fucking TikTok therapy sucks. I need to actually do some real therapy. <laughs> So yeah, we'll make it after all. We'll make it after all, Ryder. We'll make it. Sorry, after Ryder. All. You're also asking two slightly unstable people. Slightly. Um, so, uh, yeah. And if you, uh, if anyone else has any uh, advice or confessions they want to say, go ahead and uh, like I said, hit us up on the socials, uh, notably Instagram at Spicy Magic Vibes, uh, and you can email us at SpicyMagicVibes at gmail dot com. Tina, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Horchata Del Rey. You can find me on TikTok at Lumpy Tentacles. That's Lumpy T E N N A H C L E S. I'm sorry I haven't been posting lady- lately. It's like I'm going through something. That's funny. Uh, you can find me at Ragtag Daryl on all socials. And uh, if you want to see us live uh, and in living color in person, we have Spicy Magic Comedy Night, which yes! has been going so. This? It's been going so great. Well, well, I think we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it at a later time. Uh, more. But I was gonna say, if you want to come and see us live at the next one, the next one will be August twenty third, August twenty third, uh, at the White Rabbit. So make sure to come on out. Starts at eight o'clock. I'm the <laughs> that tiny desk concert was so fire. Thank you, Usher. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, don't forget that Usher said something mean about T Pain. 
don't forget. He's he's had his comeuppance from all of that. I think we're we're back in a good Usher era. All right. I think we're I think we'll be okay. He's he's done more than most other people that do crazy shit. Yeah, crazy we're looking shit. at you, Omarion. <sighs> please don't taint Omarion for me. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> okay, I was like, please don't. Please he's a good don't. boy, I'm sure. Oh man, <laughs> where's fabulous? <laughs> We were watching fabulous videos. I'm so sorry. What are we doing? Are we saying goodbye? Yeah, listen, like I'm just. Well, I was saying, uh, we, uh, we, like I said, we have the spicy magic comedy night. It's been so fun. It's gonna be volume six coming up. Uh, and that's gonna be on the 23rd of August. Like I said, eight o'clock. White Rabbit, Fountain Square, Indianapolis, Indiana. Squaw squaw squaw. Like fabulous. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be super fun. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see you all next time. It's fun. It's a new era. It's a new era. Welcome back. We're grown ups now. Ugh. Tina said that while doing her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs>